Hey guys, this is Doug Aldrich. We are the Dead Daisies, and this is Like No Other Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the latest edition of Like No Other Podcast. Today we're talking about that very song, Like No Other, with Doug and Tommy. So Doug, where and when did the original uh, ideas come together for the song? Yeah, Like No Other, initially, it was the first piece of music that I wrote for Glenn in mind. It was... um, I guess uh, August or September of 2019, and um, you know I was just experimenting in the studio and messing around with a heavy groove, just with that kind of drum beat. Found some co- simple chords. I was kind of almost envisioning that song before it was written. Just I wanted to have a song that had a heavy groove and something that that Glenn would, you know, during the verses he wouldn't be he wouldn't be playing. He'd just be singing. So that left. Um, I was looking for two parts, you know, that, that me and David could do together. And that's the basis of the whole song is those chords. And then Glenn kicks in and hits the chorus. It's very simple. Yeah. And then Glenn, of course, came up with a killer. You know, the verse melody is, is absolutely super catchy and great. And then his chorus um, is really fun. You know, it's feel, can you feel my bass line? And I think, you know, I had told him that it's a, such a simple song that after the kind of second break, which is sort of a guitar solo type of thing, that it would be cool to do a bass solo. And so that's, um, yeah, I don't know if he remembered that or whatever, but the first time that, that we tracked that, that we played that song correctly, um, that's the real bass solo that he played on that. So it was, it was kind of a first take for him. How did you find working with producer Ben Gross on the track? And what was his influence onto the final mix of the song? He would kind of lay things out there and have us try different things. And we'd record some different parts and whatnot. We didn't really know exactly what he was going to use. You know, he had a, bu- a bunch of... He had the basis of the track, which was the drums, bass, and a couple guitars. And then, you know, he recorded vocals, but then there was some ear candy that showed up on that mix. It was really cool. Um, some backing vocals, some, some other percussion things that were really cool. To add to that, Mark, I would say, you know, that, that Ben basically, he was in, in control of the, the, the final mix, and I think he did a great job on it. Okay, we'll play Light and Weather later in the show. First up is Righteous Days from the Holy Ground album written by Doug and Gwen.
Tommy recording the new drum track, how do you feel that's changed the dynamic of the song? You know, it's it's just different. It's it's maybe a little bit heavier, and it's got some classic Tommy things where he kind of, it, it, I've, I've, you know, studied his playing a little bit since he was coming into the band, and, and I, I realized that he does some really interesting things where he'll flip the beat just for like a, for, for like a half of a second, you know, and and he does that in the second chorus of the of the song. It's really cool. It's classic Tommy. And then he did some different stuff during the recording. He did some different versions during the the breakdown section, and uh, left it to Ben to put it together how he wanted to do it. But there was some great, uh, some really cool outtakes that he did that were very special. The song's got an infectious groove and a bounce to it which I think will be a real live highlight. So what are you looking forward to most about playing the track live? Mostly, I just I just love the groove, you know, I, I, that kind of thing. And then when the chorus kicks in, it gets really heavy and aggressive, and it's it's fun. So that's, the, you know, the solo section or whatever, that's all good, but the groove of the song is where the meat is. That's that's really the thing. And, and uh, I think live, you know, Glenn's bass sound live is even... Is even heavier, so it's going to be killer, man. I can't wait. Okay, touching on some of Doug's past, let's play Here I Go Again by White Snake. I 
So have you any final thoughts about the song, Doug, and what do you feel it brings to you personally? Everybody hears that and probably thinks like because it's got a bass solo or it's because, um, you know, the, the lyrics say, can you feel my bass line? And since Glenn is a bass player as well as musician, it, it can just, you know, take that literally. But for me, there's always something deeper with Glenn's lyrics. Kind of like, can you feel my bass line is, is a double entendre where you go bass line. You know, I have a baseline in my life that I try to stay above. This is the base. This is, this is my wheelhouse. So can you know what I'm saying? You know, that kind of thing. That's what I get off of it myself. I, yeah. If I think of it just it, like, can you feel my bass guitar line? Yeah, that that, is, that does work. But it's it's so much deeper for me. So, so much cooler to go, can you feel my baseline? Do you know what my baseline is? Do you get it? You know, that kind of thing. So that's just me being a yeah. weirdo. <laughs> We also spoke to Tommy Clefetis about re-recording the track and his input. So Tommy, when you recorded the track, did you have an idea beforehand how you, you were going to approach the, the recording? Yeah, I mean, I try not to think about, you know, of course I learned the song, but other than learning the song, I kind of try to leave it a little bit open so when you go in the studio, you can kind of, um, it's good to be a little spur of the moment with your improvising. So I try to leave a little openness there to just to see what will naturally come out. So, and when you kind of let things naturally come out, it's usually a little more of your own stamp. So I'd say I, I had an idea, but then I try not to have too much of an idea because then you're stuck in your ways. But when you're in that situation, there's two things to think about because you can put your own stamp, but the guys who want you to re-record in this case, you don't, Glenn and David and, and Doug, they're used to hearing the original song. So as much as they think they want you to change it up, you have to kind of marry both worlds, if that makes sense. There's certain characteristics of probably the original drum track that they still want to keep. So you kind of got to be aware of that also. And then kind of sneak your own stuff in. Next up, it's Paranoid by Black Sabbath. <laughs> We'll 
did you find working with uh, Ben Gross? Because I know that Ben's actually a drummer. Yeah, Ben was Ben was very cool, very easy. We're actually from the same town, so we have, um, even though we didn't know each other, we share some of the same history. He owned a studio in Detroit that I had been to previously, and he had worked with, um, briefly Ted Nugent, who I worked with for, you know, three or four years, and who's still a close friend of mine. So we had some Detroit connection there which helped the uh break the ice and uh you know if you're from the motor city there's kind of a a way we do things and we both did it that way so it was very easy and very painless i thought i was very happy and i hope he was the same are you looking forward to getting back to the live stage and performing like no other of course i'm looking forward to get back on stage it's it's what I and it's what we do. So, you know, music is supposed to be played in front of people and you're supposed to have an audience or you might as well just be listening to a CD and put your headphones on. So I can't wait to get out there and sweat and get loose and get get our thing on with the people that want to hear it. Just playing, playing on music is what I'm looking forward to. And the interaction between the musicians. Yeah, that's the fun part. And on that final note, let's play this monster of a track. This is like no other. Yeah. 